Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name. Spirit of God, we magnify your name for who you are. We bless your name, Holy Spirit. As you are about to reason your word, we pray that speak to us. Amen. Talk to us. Amen. This morning, as we have guarded, it's because of you that we have guarded. Yes. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from your instructions. We want to hear from your corrections. We want to hear from your reproof that we may be made perfect, thoroughly finished unto all good works. We pray, O oh Lord, let your will be done. In the name of the Father, the Son. I pray, anyone under the sound of my voice, Spirit of God, anyone on a sick bed, anyone under frustration, I pray, as your word says that whilst Peter was speaking the word, the Spirit of God touched them. I pray, touch your people. Amen. Transform their lives. Amen. Transform their mind. Amen. Open their eyes. Amen. Give them illumination. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Okay, as I said, today the message that we want to discuss this morning is sin inversions. <laughs> sin inversions. And our key scripture is in Romans chapter 3, verse number 9 to 18. Romans chapter 3, verse number 9 to 18. Romans chapter 3, verse number 9 to 18. Amen. Amen. If you are listening to me, I believe you have your book, you have your pen, and your paper, and you have your Bible along with you, so that you can also open to the scriptures as we minister the word of God. Romans chapter 3, verse number 9 to 18. I read the word of God. The Bible says that, What then? Are we better than they? No. In no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. They are all under sin. If the Bible is for you, you can underline they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. Amen. Amen. So you see, when the Bible says that we are, we are no wiser than the, either a Jew or a Gentile. Eh? Because we, the 21st century, we are the Gentiles. And those who are in Jerusalem now are called the Jews. Are you getting it? But we are all spiritual Jews through Jesus. So the Bible says that they are that they are all under sin. And why, why, why are they, we all under sin? As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Amen. And this refers us to Genesis chapter 3, when God informed Adam not to eat the fruit. Are you getting it? God was looking for obedience, but Adam, through disobedience, brought sin. You see, when the devil rebelled against God, 
that was the origination of sin. But man was without sin because he was created in the image of God. He was created to function like God, to dress the garden and to keep it. But God saw that this particular thing, this particular food, when you eat it, eh, you will be under sin. You will be under the uh, denomination or the domain of sin. So, whenever someone is under sin, there is no righteousness in him. And there is none that understand it. So, the reason why you talk to people about Christ, we preach. We preach the message, but still people don't understand. It's because of sin. Sin is ruling over the, the globe. Yeah, it's because of sin. That's the reason why you can talk to someone, still the person who understand you. The reason why there is a division is because of sin. The reason why you say, I like red, and this one say, I like white, is because of sin. Sin always brings division. Sin doesn't work with unity. Because the reason why God the Father, God the Son, God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, work together because there's no sin. There's unity. The reason why Michael, Gabriel, and all the host of uh, the angels of God work with the Son is because of no sin. But the reason why Lucifer, which means Hillel in the Greek word, the brightness, huh? the brightness, he was a worshiper. The reason why he, he, he know right now he doesn't reg regard the sun is because of sin. Because of rebellion. Rebellion is a sign of sin. Amen. Amen. And say that there's none that seeketh after God. So, you see, the reason why many people are not seeking God, but they are seeking other things, is because of sin. Sin, oh. Because of the workings of sin. That's why no one is seeking God. If you like, go outside. You see that no one is seeking God. Sin has blind the eyes of people in such a way that people think that when... I get married. That is where I'll be happy. When I get the money, that is where I'll be happy. When I become the president of Ghana, that's where I'll be happy. Have you seen the workings of sin? Yeah. Sin has blind the eyes of people in such a way that people cannot seek after God. So as Romans, Paul was saying to the Romans, because the book of Romans was written, it's one of the epistles of Paul. So that there's none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. And there's a way that's meant right to a man, but the end is death. The narrow way and the broad way. We have all gone out of the way of God. They are together becoming unprofitable. Are you getting it? Adam was created to be profitable. Because God said that, dress the garden and what? Keep it. In Genesis chapter 2, verse number 15. Said that, and God put the man in the garden to dress it and to keep it. So, man was created to be profitable. So, the reason why people are not profitable is because of sin. Yeah. The reason why people are not profitable in the sight of God is because of sin. Sin has made people malfunction. When you say someone is unprofitable, you are not functioning well. You have moved from the original identity of you. 
the reason why you are created, the reason why you are formed, eh? the reason why God created you and formed you in the womb of your mouth. You see, I got, one time I was reading this scripture, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse number 5, and I got a revelation. And from there, I said to myself, I respect my mom, I respect my father, I respect my wife, I respect anyone who comes closer to me, but I will not take your counsel. Do you know why? Because God said, he told Jeremiah, he said that before you were in the womb of your mom, I know you. So which means that it is God who created me and he formed me in the belly of my mom. And look at what he said. And I made you a prophet to the nation. That's why he told Jeremiah. So which means that for you not knowing the reason why God created you, then you become malfunction. That is why you become unprofitable. And that is sin. So that's why James said that the one who knows the truth, James chapter 4, verse number 17, the one who knows the truth and do it not is a sin. So don't just uh, categorize people who are doing prostitution like the way you are. Uh, there are some people, they, even in your womb, if you don't pray, it's a sin. Because you are not seeking after God. You are not seeking after God. You don't seek after God. It's a sin. There's none that do it good. No, not one. Yes. Right now, if someone even wants to do you good, uh, he wants a share. Yeah. If someone even wants to, uh, let's say someone wants to connect you to a company, he will tell you that my percentage. Sin. Yes. Sinners bring independence in the mind of humanity. The reason why Jesus depends on the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit depends on Jesus and both of them depend on the Father is because there is no sin in them. When there is no sin, there is what we call in, uh, interdependent. Dependable. We depend on ourselves. There is relationship when there is no sin. But the reason why there is independence for Ghana to even have independence to tell you that sin is working. In such a way that we have many political parties, right? But if you mess up, they will kill you. That is sin. Sin has brought wickedness in the mind of people. Verse 13. Their truth is an open sepulchre. With their tongues, they have used deceit Yes, you see, it's because of sin. That's why when you make a mistake, instead of someone to bless you, he will curse you. Huh? Have you heard someone say, foolish boy, you you suffer. When the person becomes angry, you, I'll kill you. You, you suffer. I'll, I'll make you pay for what you have done to me. It's because of sin. Yeah, and sometimes even we the preachers, we make mistakes because of sin. It's because of sin. Because we use, the Bible says that life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And the Bible also says that no one can tame the tongue. You see, when you say tame, control. And the Bible says it is an, it's full of unruly evil, full of deadly poison. So you need to be careful what you say. Some of you, you pray to God, oh God, in your closet you cry. But when you come outside, you, you, you release curses. Do you know what you are doing? You are releasing another prayer topic to go back and pray. So you are praying that God give me money. 
but when you come outside you release foolishness so you have to go back and correct the foolishness before the money come so you need to check what you say because the same time you used to say foolish things is the same time you used to go in your closet and pray <laughs> sin at work the poison of the apps is under their lips whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness yes so you see if you're a man of god eh, you shouldn't say that someone has done it no matter what people have done to you you just you can just move away from them because the bible says jesus knew the heart of the people so he didn't commune himself with the people but Jesus never harbored bitterness or started cursing the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Jesus never cursed anyone. He didn't curse anyone. No. He didn't curse anyone. Even on the cross, he had a right. He was, he was the Lord. He could have released curses. But he said, Father, have mercy on them. Have mercy on them. Have mercy on them. So it's because of sin. That's why when you make a mistake, your mother will use age and start cursing you. Say, hey, you, I, I am the one who gives birth to you. You, you suffer. All oh, what you are doing, you, the woman that you are, the woman that you are doing that, you know. You are releasing a prayer topic for yourself. So that's the reason why you, that you are also coming. Huh, Mary? Your children, you should release blessings. You should release blessings upon them. Huh? You should demonstrate that there's no, you want to live a righteous life. She release blessings. Say positive words. Huh? And one thing is that when before you say something negative, it's already in your mind. <laughs> Destruction and misery are in their ways. Hey! Have you seen the, the works of sin? The way of peace have they not known. You, don't, you see, when someone has uh, an ambition or is under the influence of sin, he doesn't think of peace. He think of killing, destruction, and all these things. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Hey! You are gossiping. There's no fear of God. You want someone to die. You want someone to suffer. Eh? You want someone to be in pain. You only want to be. You see, sin has brought what we call selfishness. Jesus was selfless. Yes. Sunday people go to church, they are full of sin. It's not like I'm judging, I'm rebooking. Yes. Because the Bible says all scripture is given by the inspiration of what, what God and is profitable for, for doctrine. For correction, I'm rebooking you. Go to church full of sin. Go to church. You are, you are not selfless. When a pastor even calls you, Please come and hold the mic and sing. No, me dear, I cannot sing. You are selfish. You, you are too fleshy. You think of yourself. So if you, you see, even in the church, even in that particular day, you know, people are sinning. Because there is none that see God. <laughs> because if you know that you are going to church to see God, you will not even let the pastor come and tell you, come and take the mic and sing. <laughs> you know, you know it. You know it. You don't let the pastor force you. You don't let the pastor force you to come and sow a seed so that we, 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 
we, we buy a chair so that we, we buy a tambourine so that we, the speaker has spoiled. You, you when you enter because you want to see you, you when you enter the church you, you will be checking what is spoiled so that when we close from church you go and see the pastor and you say that i have some money this money i wanted to use it for this but because i cannot look for the house of god to to be damaged so i want to bring this money Travisi, you are committing sin we have two types of sin you have the sin of commission which means you are aware that you are sinning then you have sin of omission that one you are not aware ignorant but you are sinning <laughs> yeah the versions of sin sin inversions you are dealing with that amen, amen. verse 19 now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Amen. Amen. Sin inversions. <laughs> Sin inversions. Verse 23. The Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For all have sinned because we are all under the lineage of Adam. That's what David said. Creating me a clean heart. David, David understood that he was born out of sin. So he said, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. You see, if you are a Christian, you should always pray for the mercies of God. Hmm? When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you have to pray is the mercies of God. Because maybe as before the day, or even as you are about to sleep, those who wake up at dawn and pray, we will pray maybe from 10 going. As you're about to even pray and sleep, you should pray for the message of God. Because maybe throughout the day you spoke a word that is not good. Don't be too superman. Yeah. Whatever you think of yourself, self-righteous. It's a sign that you are in sin. You don't know. That's why John the Baptist, when he saw the people, he said, Repent. The people were already pastors, so the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the, the high priest. John the Baptist was telling the high priest that repent. <laughs> Why? Because they were thinking that they themselves, they, 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 are, they are too holy. Let me tell you, the Bible said, none is righteous, no, not one. Also, for all are sin and fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. There's only one thing that brings redemption to humanity, and that's the blood of Jesus. Without Jesus, there's no redemption. No, no man can give you redemption. No man can give you safety. Me, that you are listening to me, I cannot give you safety. I'm just a vessel to be used, to honor. Are you getting it? Yeah. So we have sin inversions. So you need to be very careful. When you read also chapter 6, chapter 6, yeah, I, I just want to, you see, when I, when, today when I was, that's what the Holy Spirit said, I preach this message. Sin inventions that people will know. Anyone who, who listen will know that the person will be careful. Yeah. Once you are on this cursed and chaos world, it's a sign that sin is at work. Amen. Amen. The only thing that can save me and you is Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus can save me and you. 
for you even having redemption and also not saving others. You see, I said that sin is selfish. Ah, you are there, you think that you are saved, someone is smoking weed and you are judging the person. You are sinning. If he say you know the truth, why don't you go and tell that smoker that he should give his life to Christ? The one who knows the truth and do it not, it's a sin. So when you read uh, Romans chapter 6, verse number 22, the Bible says that, but now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is his eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So you, we are free from sin. So, so if me and you will be free from sin, it's because of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's because of Jesus Christ. That's why you need to humble yourself and listen to the voice. You see, your inability to listen to the, 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 the voice of the Holy Spirit in decision is a sign that you are already sinning. Because the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So what you are doing, are you led by the Holy Spirit? Who is influencing you to do that? You see, sometimes your spirit can influence you, but not the Spirit of God. And it's sin. The reason why, you see, sin, the wages of sin is death. When you say death, it's not like you are in a coffin and you are going to bury. You are going to be buried. For you to have a, to, to have a decision, eh? and after the decision, to see yourself in a problem, it's a death. And it's a sign that you didn't involve the Holy Spirit. That's why you are suffering. For the wages of sin is death. So if you want to see life, if you want to see happiness, involve the Holy Spirit. Involve the Holy Spirit. There are many people sometimes, sometimes when I, when I see people, they, they just give you suggestions. I remember, I can't remember, when we face a certain level of persecution and the first church that we were in, there was a persecution and someone would say that, oh, I think that we have to gather the youth. Then, then they, you say all these things. <laughs> and I just kept quiet. I want the person. So after the person say all the stories and ideas and strategies, because the person said he has seen a vision and the vision I was, I was in a crowd, preaching to a crowd. Hey, Charlie, you have gone far. Uh, saying all these credit things. When the person went, and as I was walking, the Holy Spirit said, Be careful. Be careful of people's opinion. So sometimes the, the problem that you are going through, it's not that God has not seen it, He has seen it. So don't let the pressures of this life make you take wrong decisions. So your inability. To be led by the Holy Spirit. Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit to be tempted in the wilderness. <laughs> the Bible says he was tempted in the wilderness. After the 40 days fasting. So sometimes, what you are going through. God knows why what you are going through. And until you are tried, that's why I, I, I always say that when you say testimony, testimony is happiness after test. Yeah, because you, you smile, you come and stand in front of people and say that this is what God has done. So after your test, 
there should be a breakthrough. That's testimony. So until you, you go through a test, you will never have anything to say. So Jesus went through. That's the reason why when he went to the Father, sitting at the right hand, he could intercede for me and you. Because he came and experienced what man was experiencing. Because let me tell you, heaven, no one dies there. <laughs> no one is, no one think of eating. No one sleeps there. So it's like the atmosphere and our atmosphere is different. I'm believing God, I'll, I'll, I'm believing God to preach this message. The two different bodies. Yeah, you, you, you understand the difference between why you are crying and an angel is just watching you. Are you crying? What are you doing? <laughs> you don't understand your own language. Because the place where he is, you know, this language is not there. <laughs> so, you understand that a true angel of God is an angel who comes to you based on the instruction of God. So, don't think that the way you are crying, an angel sees you and, oh, sorry, sorry. It's Jesus who understands that you are crying because Jesus came here and he, he went through what you are going through, even far dangerous and far painful huh, than what you are going through. So it's Jesus who intercedes. And he said that, Father, this one is suffering. Then he sent an angel. And when the angel is coming, he doesn't, he is not considered on why you are crying. The only thing is much concern of that. The, the tears I'm sent to relieve the tears. So the tears must go. That's it. Amen. Amen. So many at times we belittle the harm the first man Adam caused humanity. The disobedience of the first man caused the various sections of sin at work in our life. Yeah, so if you if you if you if you get time, read Genesis chapter one, Genesis chapter two, Genesis chapter three. Read the whole story and say the Holy Spirit grant me revelation and you will see. Yeah. So that's the reason why when we read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 20, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 20. The problem of man is sin. That's why Jesus didn't come to build any hospital. This thing, I will say it and I will say it again. Jesus didn't worry himself to build a university. <laughs> no. He didn't build, he didn't, do you know, the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus know that 3,000 years coming or 5,000 years coming, there will be someone who will be giving birth and the name will be called Evans. And Evans will be, say, will be someone who, who, who will say that you want to do the work of God. So Jesus could have prophesied there that, oh, let there be car for Evans when he comes. He said, no, the problem of Evans is not car, it's sin. So Evans need redemption. So go into the world and make them my disciples. We didn't say go into the world and give them cars. Let, make sure that they build houses. No. Make sure, obviously, there will be uh, uh, people who go to hunger. So go, go into and you give them food. No. Go into the world and make them my disciples. Preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. So when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 20 to 26. The Bible says that, but now in Christ, 
but now is Christ risen from the dead. Now we say that the wages of sin is dead, right? So Christ has risen from the from the dead, which means Christ has taken Jesus has taken dominion of death and become the first fruit of them that slept. So anyone who calls himself as a, a resurrected being, Jesus is the first fruit, whether you like it or not, from, from Adam to John the Baptist. Jesus is the first fruit. The first. Remember, Jesus said that the, the first will be what? Last. And the last will be first. So, obviously, the last. Jesus, who is the last, has become the first fruit. <laughs> Jesus, who came last, has become the first of Adam. Adam. Yeah, he said it. He said that the first will be what? Last. And the last will be first. So, sometimes, Jesus was not just talking to the disciples. Oh. So, if Jesus would say that even the disciples came last, so they will sit on the throne and they will judge Israel. He himself, he was last, but he is first. He is first. So he is the first fruit. This is the first fruit of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the death. So Jesus came as a man, so that he can resurrect man. For for us in Adam all died, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Amen. Amen. But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruit, afterwards that they are Christ at his coming. Then come at the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God, the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all power and what? Authority. For he must reign till he had put all enemies under his feet. Verse 20 says, And the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Amen. 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 If you listen to the previous episode, you understand that I said that death is an angel. And hell is an angel. When we were talking about the, the lineups of what? The leg of fire. They will be destroyed. They will be put into the lake of fire. So, when, when you die, when you go to hell, that one is a place of torment. Hell is an angel. Hell is an angel named after a place called hell. Just like Enoch. Huh? When Cain gave birth to a boy called Enoch, and he named the city called what? Enoch. Like we have a place called... Uh, of uh, named after a man called Ufuru. So hell is an angel. Death is an angel. But now they are working with the kingdom of darkness. We have holy angel of uh, holy angel of death. That angel he comes for believers. When you die and you are a believer, he come and take you to heaven. Because right now there is no there, there's no Abraham Bosom. There's no Abraham Bosom. We have the lowest. You see, when the Bible said that Jesus went to descend, descended to the lowest part of the earth, he was talking about the Abraham bosom. Eh? And we have a place called Shoel. Shoel was Abraham bosom and hell. Hades. Yeah. So when Jesus died, the Bible said that the curtain turned into two, and there was a shaking. Huh? And he went there. And he preached to them. And they all, Abraham, all the gurus, they, the Bible said they went to the holy city. What is the holy city? The new Jerusalem. 
which is there. Which one day we are believing it will come. Whereby there will be a new earth and a new earth, heaven. Whereby Jesus, the Father and the Son will be the light. Amen. Amen. So right now, when you are a believer, you don't need to go and wait in that. So there was a section, a lower section called hell. And another session called what? Abraham Bosom. You see, the place, the place was named after Abraham because he was a, a, the father of faith. He was the first one who started with the what? The, the, the move of God, the generation. But Abraham was in the bosom. Are you getting it? So the rich man, when you read the story, eh, it's a true word. It's a something that happened in the supernatural. The rich man, look at this. The rich man saw Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. And the rich man was speaking to Abraham. So it's not like Abraham's bosom like this. And Lazarus is inside here. And the rich, uh, the rich man was speaking to him. No. The place was called Abraham Bosom. And he was talking to Abraham in the bosom. But when Jesus came and preached the gospel in the lowest portion, the all oh, that's where he took dominion over death. And when he came, he said that the keys of the heavens and the earth is given to me now. So go into the world. Go. Yes. I'm praying that one time I also we, we, we come and preach about uh, the, the realms of death. <laughs> we have realms of death. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's why I say that if you humble yourself, the Holy Spirit, He will teach you. This one I didn't go, no one teach me in the Bible school. The Bible school that I went for. Uh, I went by, I had my personal Bible school. With the Holy Spirit. Throughout my life, I have a Bible school. Not knowing that working with people and they are betraying me, doing this, the Holy Spirit was giving me a Bible school. Amen. Amen. So that's the reason why you are also in your Bible school. Amen. All of you, you are in the Bible school. Because anytime you talk about the Bible, you are in a Bible school. Yeah. Don't be moved by theology. Don't be moved by theology. The Pharisees said that they were full of theology scholars, Bible scholars. But you see, when you have the word, the word without spirit is death. And the spirit without the word, you will not function. Because the Holy Spirit sees the word, which is Jesus. And he does something. Yes. And you cannot also see Jesus until you see the Holy Spirit. That's why he said that I am going to the Father. That he send you another comforter, the Paracletos, so that he will be with you forever. And he said, when he comes, he will hear of me because me, Jesus, I've been hearing from the Father, and he will hear of me and he will teach you what he has been hearing of me. So when you hear a voice, and that voice is not talking of Jesus, it's not a, it's not, it's not a voice from God. Amen. Amen. It's all about Jesus. From Genesis to Revelation, it's all about Jesus. When you read Genesis, you have to see Jesus. There was a time I was reading Hosea, I saw Jesus in the Hosea. When you are reading Ezekiel, you have to see Jesus. All of them, that's why Jesus said that the prophets and the Psalms, all of them, the Lord, they were all talking about me. So from Genesis to Malachi, eh? it's talking about the shadow life of Jesus. It's like, 
written of Jesus. That's what we call scriptures. So when we say scriptures, it's from Genesis to Malachi. And the fulfillment of the scriptures is what? Matthew to Revelation. No, it's not about Jesus. The Bible doesn't talk about Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a typology of Jesus. Who will come and rebook people into the kingdom of God, the right order. So everything you see a man of God doing, huh? We we see we if we have what you call the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we are meant to have an overflow, which means to continue the works of the Messiah. That's all. You don't have any work to do. And what was the works of the Messiah? Teaching in their synagogue. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people, casting out devils. That was the works of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah. But God said that on the last day I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That is Rima. I'll give you Rima. Rima word. That's the spoken word. That's why we have what you call prophecy. Rima. Rima word. I'll speak to you. You see, God wants to speak to you so that you know that He is a person. Before you became a person, God is a person. So He has to speak to you. Amen. Amen. Sin of Adam through disobedience painted every works of man as filthy rags before God. Amen. Sin in the sight of Adam. Sin of Adam, sorry, through disobedience, painted every works of man as filthy rags before God. So Mary, it's because of the sin of Adam. Everything that we do, the Bible says that we, we, filthy rags, when we read Isaiah chapter uh, 64 verse uh, 6 to 12, the Bible talks that our righteousness is as what? Filthy rags. It's because of the sin of Adam. Eh? So Lawrence, whenever you're, you say you have your righteousness, you should understand that sin is working. <laughs> huh? It's not your righteousness. It's his righteousness. Because the Bible says that the one who was without sin, the one who was without sin, Jesus, was meant to sin for us all, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So which means that you don't have any righteousness. You don't have it. When you, whenever you think of self-righteousness, you, you are dealing with sin. You see, the devil thinks that he is righteous. Ah, that's the problem of Satan now. He thinks that he is righteous, self-righteousness. But he doesn't know that he is sinning. He says, like, oh, God, God is not fair. God is not fair. God is not fair. Whenever such mentality comes into your mind, you are, you are on the way to destruction. Man became of the lowest version of how he was meant to be because of sin. Because of sin, man has become the lowest version. Man has loose because you see, among all the creation of God, God created only man. God didn't create angels in their own image. That's why I'm saying that an angel, when an angel comes, Lawrence, when an angel comes, he doesn't know whether you are crying, he doesn't know. He doesn't know anything about that. Man was created in the image of God. Man, man was created in Trinity just like God. God is a spirit. And he became flesh. Do you know how God became flesh? <laughs> God is a spirit and he became flesh. That's Jesus Christ. And he has a soul. What is a soul? 
your mind. And who has the mind of God? The Holy Spirit. So, God, before God made you a spirit, have a soul and lives in a body, a flesh, you was already having such characteristics. But angels are not that created in such way. Amen. Amen. So, the various versions of sin, of sin inversions with man. Number one, we call what we call penalty of sin. Penalty. When Adam disobeyed God, he had what we call penalty of sin. And penalty of sin is dealt with by justification by the innocent blood of Jesus. You see, penalty means to bring, before you can overcome penalty, there should be justification. Huh? So that's the reason why when you go out and preach to someone about Jesus Christ, what you are dealing with the person is that you are dealing with what we call the penalty of the person's sin. The penalty of sin of man. That's the general sin. When you preach Christ and receive Christ, that's the penalty of sin. That's justification. You are justified. You, you, now you have right standing with God. Amen. Amen. So that's the first version of sin. Sin inversion. The first version is what we call the penalty of sin. And this one, eh? new sin, Lawrence, this one, when you are giving birth, boom. That's what they, when David saw it, he said, in sin we did my mother give birth to me. David was talking about the penalty of sin. Penalty. Adam brought penalty of sin to humanity. And we need the justification of Jesus, the innocent blood. That's the reason why, Richard, you have to go out and preach like never before. Mary, you have to be preaching. Lawrence, you have to be preaching. Cassandra, you have to be preaching. You have to be preaching to Jesus. Preaching about Jesus to people. Talk to, talk to people about Jesus. Let them know that Jesus brings justification, penalty for all our sin and fall short of the glory of God. Penalty of sin. And the only justification, let me tell you, if you like, go, and, go, go to my anchor. Go to my anchor and ask for uh, cows. To come and sacrifice them. It cannot pay the penalty of sin. Ah. Because when Adam sinned, he brought domination to the whole creation. So none is pure. There's only one pure man. That's Jesus. Amen. Amen. The next version is the power of sin. You see, we have the penalty of sin and we have the power of sin. The power of sin talks about the influences of sin. Have you seen someone, you can, someone can become born again, eh? But that person doesn't think right. And sometimes uh, people, uh, we don't understand why the Holy Spirit has to come. The Holy Spirit has to come because he has to deal with the power of sin. So Jesus, eh, Jesus came to deal with the penalty of sin. Lawrence, Jesus came to deal with the penalty of sin and he sent the Holy Spirit to deal with the power of sin. <laughs> to deal with the power of sin. So the penalty of sin is in John 3.16, right? Also, for God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. That's the penalty of sin. Then we have the power of sin through the Holy Spirit. And that one is in John chapter 16, verse 7 to 11. The power of sin. So you need to be sanctified. You see, Jesus, when Jesus justifies you, eh, the Holy Spirit must sanctify you. That's the power of sin. You have to move you away from the power. You see, when you say power, power is influence, Right? Huh? Control, domination. You see, someone is born again, but still, he's still stealing from his mother. Hmm? Speaking lies. 
every day you there you, you say lies it's a sign that you are under the influence of the power of sin you can't say the truth the bible says you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free by you there <laughs> you are under a strong influences amen, amen. i'm bringing my message to a close John chapter 16, verse number 7. He said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. This is Jesus speaking. For if I go not away, the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Verse 8. And when he is come, he will prove the word of sin. That is the power of sin. And of righteousness. And of judgment. Of sin because they, they believe not in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. Sanctification. So after you have been dealing, the penalty of sin has been dealt. You need to be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So that you move away from the power of sin. So if there is something that you have been battling of, it's a sign that you are under the power of sin. Yes. And you need to pray for the Holy Spirit to help you. So, you see... The penalty of sin, no one can help you. It's Jesus, the blood of Jesus that can help you. And the power of sin, no one can help you. It's the Holy Spirit. He will sanctify you. So if there's something that you personally, you know you are battling, you are battling with it, you are battling with it and there's no change, it's a sign that you are still under the power of sin. And you need the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said it is expedient. Expedient means it is adv an ad your advantage. It's for your own good that I go. Because if I don't go, the Holy Spirit, the one who will deal with the power of sin. Because the power of sin, you cannot see it with your eye. It comes with the mind. Your thoughts. The way you behave. Eh? It's already decoded in your mind. The Holy Spirit has to deal with that. Amen. Amen. And the last version, sin inversion, is that the presence of sin. <laughs> so we have the penalty of sin, the power of sin, and what? The presence of sin. And this presence of sin shall be glorified by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Presence of sin. Because why? When Adam was created in the Garden of Eden, eh, he was in the presence of God. But when sin came inside, Adam went out from the presence of God and to be in the presence of sin. Amen. Amen. Yes. So Adam went out from the presence of God to be in the presence of sin. So have you seen the reason why Jesus didn't build hospitals? Because he had to deal with the penalty of sin and send the Holy Spirit to come and deal with the power of sin. Then later, three of them have to glorify you. So, when you talk about the presence of sin, you need what we call glorification. God has to glorify you. Eh? That's why Jesus was glorified. Eh? When he's on the day of transgression, when his body turned to light, he told him, oh, don't tell anyone until I'm glorified. So, Jesus deal with the with the penalty of sin. And the Holy Spirit, see, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. That's why there was no power of sin inside him. That's why he said that the prince of this world coming, he had nothing in me. And when he died, when he, when he was dying, eh, when he was dying, he carried the whole world sin on the cross. So the Father could not come closer. But when he was glorified, he showed himself to the Father. 
So you need, all of us sitting here, you need justification, sanctification, and qualification. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You, need, you need to be relieved from the penalty of sin. Then, from the power of sin. Then, you need to move, some of you, you are still in the presence of sin. <laughs> While someone is facing God, you, you are facing sin. <laughs> and it can, it can also be in a family. Maybe, you see, maybe you go to church and your family still worship God. It's a sign that you are still in the presence of sin. Huh? Lawrence, they say that uh, uh, tradition, customs, <laughs> traditions and customs, this is our tradition. You see, someone go to church, oh, you, kabaya, kabaya, you pray a lot, then after that, so oh, uh, you see, next week we are going to sacrifice for our God. Our God. We are going to buy cow and do some sacrifice and pour libation. You are in the presence of sin. You are in the presence of sin. Yes. You are in the presence of sin. That's why I always tell people that me, I don't believe traditions and customs. I don't believe it. Because before they got that traditions and customs, they took it from the Bible. Even the law, the law that they give to nations, it was from the Bible. They, they, they picture everything about Moses and they did the same thing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As I bring my message to a close, I want you to pray. I want you to pray to yourself. Maybe you, you have been saved from the penalty of sin. But still, you are under the power of sin. Eh? You are under the power of sin. And some of you, maybe you are also out from the power of sin. But you are under the, you are, you are facing sin, presence of sin. I want you to pray. Pray that the Holy Spirit will help you. 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 Mandala shablandala bashablandala. Oh, Spirit of God, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Mandala shiblambala baba bashablanda baba. Oh, Father, save me. Save me, O Lord. Save me, O Lord. Save me, O Lord. From the power of sin. Yes. And the presence of sin. In the name of Jesus. Mandala shablandala babusha kabada. In the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you are listening to me, you are not born again. Jesus came to deal with the penalty of sin. Today we are talking about the versions, the sin inversions, the versions of sin. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus didn't come to condemn anyone. I want you to just pray this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your illumination. I pray from today, I take you as my personal Lord and Savior. Write my name in the book of life. Forgive me of my mistakes. From today, use me for your works. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Maybe you are also listening to me. You are under, you are, you are a Christian, but you are under the power of sin. Or you are also under the presence of sin. You need the Holy Spirit to touch you. I want you to have faith. 
and put your hand on the device that you are listening and believe God. Believe the Holy Spirit because the Bible says He will prove the word of sin, which means He will deal with the power of sin. And after that, God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit will move you from the presence of sin, whereby your, the God of peace will sanctify your spirit, your body, and your soul before the coming of Jesus. Jesus, if you don't die now, Jesus will come. We don't know when, but He will come. He will come. The heaven and earth will pass away. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of God, anyone under the sound of my voice who is under any manipulation or power of sin, who is under the influence of the presence of sin, Father, I pray, Spirit of God, anyone dealing with cocaine, anyone who is born again but still smoking, Still taking alcohol. Still taking marijuana. Oh Lord. Spirit of God. Touch that person. Amen. And break that yoke of sin. Amen. That power of sin. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone who goes to church. But the person is still following ladies. Messing up women. Because of the power of sin. Spirit of God. Touch the person in the name of Jesus. Amen. Liberate the person in the name of Jesus. Amen. Liberate the person in the name of Jesus. Liberate the person in the name of Jesus. Liberate the person in the name of Jesus. Anyone who is suffering financially because of the power of sin, who is sick, who has been declared by doctors that very soon the person will die. In the name of Jesus, having weakness because of the infirmities of sin, the power of sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. Spirit of God, touch the person. Amen. Liberate that person. Amen. Anyone with a problem in the eye, receive the touch of the Spirit now. Amen. Anyone with a problem in the body, receive the touch. Amen. Receive Amen. the touch of the Holy Amen. Spirit. Receive the hand of God. Amen. Receive the hand of God. Amen. Any demon, any troubling spirit that is disturbing your peace of mind, that is not making you see the glory of God. Any closed door because of the power of sin from today is broken. Amen. From today is broken. Amen. From today is broken. Amen. From today you are set free. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Amen. Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for what you have done. Thank you for your healing. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.